Hello, welcome to the February edition of the Hopcast Half Pint. I'm James. And I'm Adam. Uh, we've got three beers. We've not got so much to talk about. It's just going to be a bit of a ramble, this one, isn't yeah. it? We're just going to have a just a bit of a chat and just um, you know see how we uh, see how we find it. We're recording for the first time in our fancy new studio here at uh, Rebel Base Media, which is where I'm uh, where I work, where I'm based, uh, which looks really good. So um, yeah, if you if you are watching the video version of this, then hello, welcome to the uh, the studio. We've got the on air light, which you oh, wow. can't see on the video, um, but uh, it looks uh, it looks very very fancy. Um, let's get straight on with a beer. Um, I brought two, you've brought one. I'm going to suggest that we start with uh, one of mine and um, tell you what, let's go with this. So this is a new beer from Thornbridge, which they've done in collaboration with Planet Rock. Uh, it's called School Rocket. It's been around for two or three weeks. I've not tried it yet. Have you? I have tried it, yeah. You have tried I it? I have tried it, yeah. And what did you think to it? I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay. Um... It's very, it's a very easy. Well, you'll, you'll find out in a minute. But it's, yeah, it's I a, mean, it's was it four point five, four point eight percent, like American pale sort of style. Yeah, yeah. So it's fairly kind of yeah. Four point eight these days is is pretty light, isn't it? <laughs> it is these days. Yeah. It's got quite a kind of a thornbridgey smell to it. You'd, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a, it's a Planet Roxy TV channel, is it? I yeah, initially it's like a media brand, isn't it? Because they've got yeah, the, there's magazine. a Planet Rock radio station as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, if you've never listened to Planet Rock radio, you can probably guess what the voiceover guy sounds like. Do you think what you'd expect it to sound like? It's just going, "This is Planet Rock." I imagine he looks like the guy on the on the bottle. Um, it's uh, yeah, kind of like a um, slightly hipstery kind of bearded skull with um, Thornbridge logos in its what? skull. Eyeball sockets. There's, there's something kind of significant in the fact that it's very rare for Thornbridge to deviate from their normal kind yeah, yeah. of. You wouldn't um, know. You would never. You would never know if you were saw it on a shelf. No, the logo is literally two inches. Two inches, two, two millimetres, sorry, two, two millimetres. Yeah, it's a tiny little um, Thornbridge thing, which is rare for them because they're obviously, you know, they're quite keen on that kind of regularity when it comes to the uh, the branding. So, uh, yeah, um, nice beer, actually. It is light. It does have plenty of taste. There's plenty of hops going on there. I don't know if it tells us much about what we've got in here from a hops point of view. Uh, we've got Amarillo, Chinook, Cascade, and Columbus. Lots of C's. Yeah, you can't you usually can't go wrong with the C. It's true that. It's true that. In fact, there's tons more. I'm trying to think what other you've got. Um, Citra. Centennial. Loads of, Centennial. Yeah, there's loads of hops that begin with. Um, Chinook. Because it's you say Chinook. Chinook, uh, yeah, Chinook is in is in that one. Some people, some, sometimes some people make think Simcoe has, but that's a less. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, nice beer. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this very much. Yeah, I reckon that would be a good kind of summer beer. Actually, it's under five percent. It's it's kind of really quaffable. Um, I'm trying to think of something it's similar to really, but even though it's quite a, it's not a complicated beer. It's a really easy beer. I'm struggling to find something that is quite like that because people seem to go one one or the other now. It's like soupy. Strong, yeah, really light. That's kind of it is a nice modern sort of style beer. Yeah, it's got a bit of, of a like a fusion kind of thing going on. It's got a few different. I suppose if I were going to say it's like a Thornbridge beer, I would go close to like a Chiron, Keg Chiron, something similar to that. Hmm. Yeah, that's quite good. I think that's probably what I, I kind of meant by it having a kind of a Thornbridgey sort of smell to it, mm. which has made Taste a comeback. 
disappeared for a long time. It's come back on cask recently. Mm. So not much Kyron. So if you if you did like that beer, then you might find it in one of the local pubs. Good, that's good. Um, beer talk then. I, I've not really. I've got to confess. I don't know. I don't know what's been going on. I've been well out of the we've loop. We've been. We've been. We've been in. Well, we've all been individually quite busy. Haven't yeah, we? we've, we've done. It's been hectic, we've really had to stretch to get this one squeezed in as busy schedules this this month. But yeah, we have. Do want to let everyone? Do want to let anybody down? Well, we obviously we did um, the February um, kind of main cast um, a bit later yeah, than did, normal yeah. to take account of it being the Valentine special, which kind of meant that it kind of moved everything around um, and then it's barely what well, it's less than a week until we actually record the next main one which yeah. is earlier than usual uh, which is in readiness for Sheffield Beer Week um, so obviously we'll be talking a lot more about that in the, in the main March Hopcast um, but have you made any plans as of yet for Sheffield Beer Week? Apart from Indie Beer Feast mm-hmm. which I'm going to Saturday afternoon session if anyone wants to say hello mind to even treat myself and wear, wear a Hopcast t-shirt so. Well I was planning the same but I'm going <laughs> Saturday evening as is our usual pattern yep. um, I'm at, at football during the, the day uh, so I'll be going to the evening one. Yeah really looking forward to it um, really had a good time I mean, it's two days this time isn't it so, It is yeah um, Obviously Friday's it's Friday is it it's Friday like a, it's Saturday Sunday really isn't it is, a, is it Friday that's the kind of industry day I can't remember no, no, it's the, oh, it's it's Friday and Saturday are the two are the two days. Okay. So there's two sessions on Friday, two sessions on um, Saturday. I think one one of the sessions on Friday is kind of being opened up for kind of trade oh, and cool. things like that. Um, you kind of guess that kind of the Friday daytime session, as is usually the case with these things, is is least busy and is a little bit more tradey. People can get away with classing it as um, you know being kind of working hours, um, which. Um, we might have had a chance of, of getting away with that, but I mean, I'm in Newcastle for a conference, so yeah, uh, it's, it's a bit of a rush for me to get back for the, uh, weird for the Saturday. I've been kind of, I know it's over a few days to so do get a chance to go a weekend, but like a, a work day beer festival seems mm. a bit of a gamble, really, you know, from a kind of commercial point of view. How many people do you want to, want to take some time off for that when they can but sneak in a weekend? You see, the other option here is, would you rather do that on like a Friday evening? Or would you rather do a Sunday knowing you've got work on the Monday? All the time this thing at the back of your head's just saying like, better not drink that next one. Uh, I'm not a person who tends to kind of avoid things knowing I'm working next day. And following on from that, I was just going to say about last Hopcast is that that's probably the biggest headache I've had for a while after after a main Hopcast, Sean. Yeah. They're all quite big. <laughs> they were mainly big cans, weren't they? The big cans, I don't think anything were under 6%. No. And Sean, obviously, um, he was driving, so he had like a thimble of each yeah, just beer. Feeds us a little bit. Um, so, yeah, we, we put away a fair old bit of beer. Yeah, because sometimes you can get away with maybe one can between everyone, but yeah. I think, because he brings them, I think I got a little greedy and just cracked the other ones open, and that's yeah. where it... Well, where trouble yeah, happens. it's your own fault then. It's like you deserve that, everything. It is like everything. ordering that um, last order's pint when you don't need it. You don't really want it, but you just your body just goes, shit, bell's gone. Yep. You get it anyway. Get it down, you. Yeah. Best way. Um, for the second beer, I'm going to suggest that we use my other beer that I've brought. This is not a new beer by any stretch of the imagination. I've been um, influenced by the bizarre February heatwave that we've been experiencing. <laughs> in deciding to bring along uh, a fruit beer. It's one of the um, Samuel Smith organic fruit beers. There's a few in the range, actually. You've got strawberry, apricot. I think there's a raspberry. Um, there might be a, a 
another couple. But anyway, this is the cherry one, which I've not had before. I don't think I've had any of them. I do hear good things, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, you see, I've got this thing. I quite like cherries, and I quite like some cherry-flavoured things, but sometimes cherry cherry-flavoured things can turn a little bit tart and, yeah. and taste a little bit... Yeah, just a bit cloy, not very not very nice. Yeah, some actual cherries, yes. And I was saying to someone that cherry flavouring seldom tastes like actual cherries. I don't think cherries have that as, as strong a cherry flavour as cherry flavouring does. Have a, have a sniff of that before we pour it. That's like pure cherry bakewell smell, that. Yeah, that, yeah, they're not, yeah that smells... It does smell like cherry bakewell, yeah. I've, 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 I've not had this, but I've had quite a few in the range um, and find them actually... All the, the the many and varied fancy fruit beers and fruit sours and stuff that are done, I go back to these time and time again because they're just brilliant fruit beers. They don't they don't particularly taste a beer to be honest. It's just like having a bit of a fruit juice with some alcohol in. But they are really really well done. If I remember the episode that you missed, it was been the November episode, and we did a yeah. winter and with Sean talking about their I think they there's a brewery who do it for them. This the fruit beers. I'm not sure it's one that they do. Well, they're not in doing the house. So we go, we go. Oh, crikey. That so is pure cherry. So it's 5.1% as well, so it's it's um quite quite strong. I think they I think they're all 5.1% the um the fruit ones that they do. Oh god, that's really fruity. Um it has organic cherry concentrate in it. They're all organic as well, the fruit ones. I don't know if you mentioned that. Um, organic uh, cherry concentrate, organic cherry extract. Um, and that seems to be it. It's only got those two elements of cherry, but it, it really does um, really does carry its flavour brilliantly. They're just really well done fruit beers. Mm. They really are. Do you ever frequent any um, Samuel Smith's pubs? Oh. <laughs> there's, one in, uh, there's one in London that I went to before uh, a Wednesday game a couple of years back. Which is really odd. It was all kind of very compartmental, uh, and you had to to get to the toilet. You had to walk through people's like private booths where they were doing. It, it was very very strange, um, but probably the cheapest pub in London. To yeah. be fair, um, I do. I know I wasn't on it when I listened back to it. I found it quite funny listening to you guys talking about um, Sam Smith's pubs <laughs> um, and kind of like just the random way that it operates as a, yeah, as, a as a company, which I know is is quite well known through the the beer world and. Um, yeah, just just a little bit, a little yeah, bit strange. Yeah, yeah. So I think the you know like the Brown Bear, if anybody's yeah. in the middle of town next to a head of steam, um, and then I, th- I know there's a few who's been scattered around that have closed, like the one up at Ooty Bridge closed, and um, yeah, I'm not sure the one up at um, Greenside where that was a that's one that's closed as well. The, the Brown Bear always seems to be busy. Yeah, it seems to have people we, we in. do. Um, just tends to be the same people. Yeah, it's it's an odd it's an odd clientele. It's, like it's a bad clientele. It's just a really like very eclectic. And if we ever have like a work night out, we often go to Head of Steam just because it's got that sort of it's big enough yeah. to you know cover everybody. But we always have this little thing where we um, people just always sneak off to see if we can sneak off and back to the Brown Bear for a quick pint and back before anybody realizes. Uh, take a quick photo and then uh, <laughs> come back. I don't know if it's because I associate it with like a certain point of a night out or something, but. In my head, I see the brown bear and the Washington as being just exactly the same. You walk in them, just bar in the middle, and you go on one side or you go on the other side. I don't know if it is or it isn't. It's just in my mind, they're identical. <laughs> well, they do have that kind of you know, two two clear sides, but it cuts down the middle at the um, the entrance. It's probably dates back to the old like yeah, tap yeah. room, yeah. smoke room thing. Um, 
It's funny you mentioned the Washington, actually. The pub I used to go to a lot, probably before I was really into like real ale and things. Um, and then I've just never been in for years. And me and my friend were on the way to the football on Tuesday night, and he said, like, let's go to Washington. Mm-hmm. But bearing in mind, it was like probably half past four. I, went, I don't think it's going to be open. But I did actually peer through the window, and I was actually pleasantly surprised on that like, kind of cask offering. Um, yeah, it's always good. So um, I think they always have moonshine on. Yeah, they were probably four, they were probably on the roadside. There were probably four or five different um, cask beers on, which surprised me because I think when I used to go back, uh, it was kind of moonshine, and then you were kind of onto your kind of Grolsch and things like that. When back in the day, when Grolsch was a popular, yeah. Uh, so I think my age. I mean, I, I I do still go in the Washington quite a bit, um, and uh, it it's the kind of pub that you end up in. You're not sober when you go to the Washington, is, is what <laughs> I'm trying to get out of here. It's it's a certain time of night kind of bar that just even when you're having a night out and you're just like, oh, I'm so tired, I want to go home. And then suddenly this idea comes in your head just going, oh, the Washington might be fun at this time of night. And that's it then. That's, that's you know, the rest of the night's gone. <laughs> the Washington um, might be the only well, place. Well, yeah, I'm... a couple of the cask offerings are, are pretty plain. They're not particularly yeah, exciting. Yeah, They're but... a bit standard. But they've, they've upped the game in terms of keg stuff as well. Oh, cool. They had uh, Club Tropicana on last time oh, I was in. Um, and the suggestion was that that was one of their regular... Oh. Um, keg offerings now because it was on all the mm. all the boards and not just like written on it was like you know printed on stuff so you kind of get the impression that they're trying to cater for um for you know kind of a decent beer market talking so. other places yesterday i went to um theater deli i don't know if you know what that is it's mm. it's in the bit that's next to the old staples building yeah it's on that little yeah, it's on the roundabout isn't it so i went to something there at tea time like a children's kind of focus thing but I didn't realise they had a full set up kind of bar operation with like Heathen on and um, they had um, wow. a Keller pill, like a Pilsner, I've not seen before. Um, a few of the different beers, I think they had like Beaver Town and stuff. So, like, you know, wow. there's lots of, it was really good. It was a nice venue. Lots of kind of cool mm-hmm. little quirky things on. Lots of quite cheap, but um, I never considered it to be somewhere that might be quite decent to go and. For a I've drink. never even thought of that. No, no. I, I, I wouldn't even know what it, what it is, to be honest. I've gone past yeah. it a lot of times. It's a place you drive past a lot. I've walked past it quite a lot. Wouldn't have known what it if is. Everybody knows where Staples was. I the office is called Office something now. It's like next to that. I think it's been a gym and it's been a like office factory or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on the corner. Yeah. So got, I, mean, I didn't have anything because it was five o'clock and it was like a kid's thing. But um, right. Some people did. Some people were drinking the wine. But yeah, I was thinking, oh, cool. If I do. Come back here. I know there's something decent to drink, which is cool. It's good. Yeah. yeah, very good. Um, do you want to crack up your beer? Yeah. So I've brought um, Turning Point, which I've never had in any sort of small package before. But I've been very, I've very complimentary of, of all their stuff. Um, this is Swerve Driver uh, IPA, which is a, a Centennial Amarillo and Mosaic. So, again, a couple of the, all the good hops. Um, Monstrous, monstrously dry hopped IPA, pale as the moon with layers of tropical fruit, lemon zest and pine from a triple dry hop charge of Centennial Amarillo. So he's not mincing the words there, are they? That sounds good. There are, whereabouts are they from? Today? Um, are they from? They're not far away. Have a look. Oh, York. York. I knew they were kind of, oh, right, I knew they were okay, kind yeah. of in, in the vicinity. This is going to have a slight, probably, um, cherry. Yeah, we're going to be slightly... Uh, yeah. Slightly I, I did pick something else up until I saw it, and I, I, I pretty much whipped the can out of Sean's hand and said, decide I'm having this instead. Um, so it's 6%. It, 
Pause with a bit of a uh, bit of haziness there. Yeah, it's really nice. That. It's really nice. But you don't see that much of their sort of kind of. I don't know whether it's a new thing they're doing or not. I mean, I've always. I think I think they went. I think they went to Indie Beer Feast last year. I'm not sure if they're there again this year. Um, and also, I think at, a, at the Sumfest, I think they had one of the probably my favorite beer they had there. That um, at the Rising Sun, it was one of their beers. I can't remember its name, but yeah, it's nice. And the 440 cans, nice. Uh, it's lovely, snazzy design. Very nice. It's taking my mouth a little bit just to adjust from, <laughs> from cherry to because it is very kind of piney. It's got a real kind of. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Re- residus, residus. Yeah. Um, it kind of looks like a New quite England a, a contrast from one to the other. Yeah, it's got that sort of New England like look, but actually, it's quite. It's got a really nice bitterness to it. Yeah, you can't. You're not going to see anything <laughs> through uh, through that. It's very hazy. But talking to Candy, I got I got a little bit of a gift last week, and I thought I'd give him a mention because. They didn't come to me. I went to them. So okay. Um, so if, if anybody likes kind of graphic design and likes collecting stuff, maybe they use Untapped. I got a book from a local um, company called uh, Craft Booked. Um, yeah, I could grab it. Yeah. So they're um, they're it's created by like a design a Sheffield design agency called Dust Collective. Which I like that name. It's quite cool. And they they created this kind of it's almost like stamp collecting, but for um, like for beer labels. So for anybody who's watching the video. A nice big book. It's on really good stock. I think this stock actually, the cover is actually like beer mat stock. Mm. Cool. So it's really nice to design. Quite a distinct sort of cardboard, isn't it? You've not seen these, but I think if you, if you follow them on Instagram, they're called Craft Booked. They look a lot smaller on their pictures, but it's actually like a it's a big, it's a big. Yeah, book, no, it isn't is. It? Yeah, I thought I've I've seen a photo of it that obviously you sent me. Yeah, it looks small, doesn't it? It looked like it was going to be like an A5 kind of thing, and yeah, it's yeah, so you can chunky. so you can peel your labels off. I think it apparently was inspired by. A couple of guys who work there frequent um, bar stewards, and um, I think they got the idea because people they've started like a big wall of beer labels. I think they went yes. actually it's, might, might be oh quite right, a cool okay, idea. So, so you get to stick them in. It suggests you do one sheet per thing, but I've been doing kind of. I've done sorry, thing, but I've been doing multiple sheets. Um, I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a graphic kind of do graphic design for a job, and I really kind of love can design. I think it's like a, it's a really big thing these days. I think. It just kind of makes people pop out on the shelf, and yeah, but yes, yeah, so if you like kind of collecting stuff, if you, if you Google them or Craftbook, they're on Instagram, um, Craftbook.co. Um, get yourself one of them. Get forty or so in there, or double that yeah. if you want to put two on a page. But Pretty yeah, good. cheers to that, guys, and then I'll do my best to try and fill that as soon as possible. Yeah, very nice. Very I'll nice. Put that one on next. So yeah. Um, yeah, where's um, we've got three three very different beers in the space of this kind of twenty minutes. Um, and yeah, from a very light, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of easy to drink, fairly sessionable 4.8 American pale to a, a quite tart, actually cherry, uh, fruit beer. I only realized how tart it was when I started drinking something else afterwards. And it's like, it's still in the back of my throat. That's that. on a very, it's on cherry. the very fruity side of fruit beers. Like, yeah, it's not like a hint of fruit. That's, that's kind of like a, if you like, if you like a double shot of a, in your uh, in your cordial kind of yeah it is yeah to a a very kind of modern tasting um as we say very kind of piney very uh kind of aggressively dry hopped um ipa all very good beers in their own right 
that turning point's got to be my favourite. Oh, it's it's great, yeah. Really good. It's um, he's bang in the middle of kind of what you want because I always crave a bit of both sides of the um, you know, the of the fence in terms of like these American style ones. And this is just perfect, really. It doesn't. It probably tastes its strength six percent, um, but because it's so drinkable, it's probably it's probably a bit of a danger beer. Um, yeah, it probably is. You're probably right there. Yeah. Yeah, big fan. And um, check the check the indie beer feast list because I know they went last year. I've got a feeling they might they could be on the list this year as one of the breweries. If we were there. any good at our jobs, we'd actually well, we would. But, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about it at the time. Cause <laughs> um, but yeah, but in terms of the indie beer feast, I don't know if I mentioned, but all, the the list is up there for all the breweries yeah, that are appearing. So um, give it a good scan. There's loads there. So like I said before, they all have their individual bars. So you've got a chance to talk to the breweries and stuff. So this is a little bit different. If you've not been to someone like Indie Man, well, um, it's probably getting a little more local kind of smaller yeah. scale experience. So Worth mentioning, um, both Saturday sessions sold out. Uh, so if you want to go, you are going to have to take a bit of time off on Friday or go Friday evening. Um, or I think there are very, very limited numbers available on the door. So like you need to be there half an hour before the session starts and be first in the queue if yep. you uh, if you want to get. I think there's 20 tickets for each session that are on the door. So okay. they will go within minutes, really. Um, so, yeah, and loads of other stuff happening for Sheffield Beer Week. It's been yeah. splashed all over the internet. Uh, there's a, a guide as well uh, that's available to pick up from any reputable kind of beer outlet or um, or, or, or anything like that. Uh, and obviously we've got our um, special episode yep. next week. Venue still TBC. Yeah. Possibly right where we're stood right now. Um, and um, yeah, um, it should be uh, it should be a cracking week. Actually, I'm looking forward to beer week. Yeah, it should be really good. Can replicate the weather of this week. That'd be nice. Then yeah. that'd be great. It's a very yeah. There's so much going off. It's because Sheffield's goods pubs are not all kind of centred around the Sheffield City Centre. Yeah. Um, you probably do have to kind of plan ahead a bit and maybe pick and choose a few things. Uh, it's not something you can kind of probably get to everything. Um, what will yeah. what I think will be quite good. Um, will be uh the Southwest beer takeover at um, Bar Stewards where they've yes. got. Uh, they've got stuff from some breweries that you just don't get that much up here, so they've it's got some Daya stuff, stuff on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Daya is kind of notoriously difficult to get in the north of England. Yeah, um, don't get much, do you? No, well, they don't use any kind of normal outlet, so you know you can't. I mean, your beer shops just can't get hold of it. You've got to buy it kind of um, direct, so it's 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 particularly difficult to um, to get. So um, an opportunity there if, if you've never had beer from Daya before, it's worth going along and. Checking them out, yeah, we stunningly good yeah. beers. We had a locker poly beer, one of these half pints, which we really enjoyed, and I think they've got a, a takeover by them as well. Right. Just, I suppose it's, I think they're Wales, aren't they? But um, yeah, lots of good stuff going on, lots of stuff in the Thornbridge pubs. Um, just go and check out what they're doing. There's plenty of things, yeah. Their pubs, um, there's stuff everywhere, isn't everywhere there? yeah. it's just such yeah. good stuff going on, and it's like, yes, they do pick up it, the it, magazine, yeah. like you said, but. Um, yeah, it, it kind of turns into like, it's, it's a bit like Tramlines Weekend when you go through and you're like, I want to see them and I want to see them and I want to see them. It's like, can't get from there to <laughs> there in that time and they're on exactly the same time, so you've just got to pick one. So, yeah, um, yeah. great job to, um, uh, kudos to, to Jules and um, all her kind of team that have helped make that happen and, um, yeah, looking forward to it. And that's going to wrap us up then for yeah. um, for the February half pint. You'll hear our voices again probably sooner than you particularly want to because we'll be back next week with the full edition our B week special uh where 
We've not discussed this, but I'm going to guess that we're going to be trying out some of the best beers that Sheffield has to offer in uh, in 2019. So, um, yeah, we'll speak to you then. Speak to you next week. 